Ho, ho, ho. Nice cannonball, Santa. Welcome to the Pool Nation podcast, where it's all pool talk. And we ain't talking about netting and jetting or splashing and dashing. Unless it's the reindeer. We're talking about becoming a nation of pool pros. We talk about the latest products, trends, and training in the pool industry. Now let's welcome your host. With over a decade of industry insider experience and still the reigning champion of Marco Polo, it's undecided if he's on the naughty or nice list. (laughs) Edgar De Jesus and his co-host, JJ Flawless and Zach the Pool Boy Nicholas. Welcome, everyone, to the Pool Nation Live podcast with myself, your host, Edgar DeJesus. And yes, I am the reigning champion of Marco Polo, along with John J.J. Flawless, the fastest netter in the West, and the famous Zach, the pool boy, Nicholas. Today, Zach, John, and I are talking about the awards. We're talking about the expo out in Vegas, and we're going to talk about the winners of the Pool Nation Awards. I want to welcome everyone to our live podcast, the podcast where it's all pool talk, and we ain't talking about netting and jetting and splashing and dashing. We're talking about becoming a nation of pool pros. And yes, we will talk about the latest products, trends, and training in the pool industry. But before we get started today, I want to thank our sponsors for this podcast, the Ultimate Pool Tools, the SPPA, PoolingVoice.com, Blu-ray Excel, Aquastar Pool Products, and Pivot Pool Products. We want to thank them for their continued support. Zach, good morning. I have a question. Yes, sir. How many cappuccinos have you had this morning? I'm sounding pretty good, right? Yeah, you were flying. And was I going too fast? No, it was no? good. Okay. You were just sailing right through. I'm impressed. You know what it is? John makes fun of me, so then I got to go and practice. So last night till two in the morning, I was practicing that intro so that I could nail it. He wouldn't make fun of me. I believe it. It was really good. I'm very impressed with you. Thank you. I appreciate that. It was maybe all the competition at the show. So many people did so good at that thing that I was afraid that you guys would replace me with somebody else. You guys would be like, oh, that's easy to replace. It's no problem. Are we going to have the winner on? Yeah, we need to set that up and arrange and have the winner come on and do the intro for the podcast. John, good morning. How are you doing? I'm doing well. I have to agree with Zach. I think you nailed that intro every week. Now you're just getting better and better. But I wasn't really paying Only three years later? Yeah. Usually, I mean, this morning, for some reason, I wasn't really paying attention until Zach said something about it. I'm in the daze this morning. Everybody's all chipper and ready to go. Zach is drinking his nitro-infused Starbucks. Edgar's put down his 15th cappuccino, and I'm dreaming of a cigarette right now. That's all I can think about. I'm on my quest to, to quit smoking. So we'll see how it goes. So forgive me if I get a little crabby today when we're talking. It's I don't mean it. So Zach, when he goes off the deep end and starts yelling at us, we have a cigarette. We're like, so now let me ask you, are you, have you, obviously I'm assuming you haven't cut cold turkey, right? So what's the game plan? No, it's going to be cold turkey, but instead I went and got cold turkey. I tried a vape and hit like e-cigarettes, but it's just not the same. E-cigarettes are okay, but the vape or the full on vape thing. To me, it's just too, I don't know, it's too artificial and it gives me a headache when I do it. And I I don't know. I'm over that. I'm going to sound completely stupid here, but what's the difference between the vapes and the e-cigarettes? Well, you and me both, brother. I don't know. But I I mean, this is more gas station-ish type, not as much smoke, I guess. The vape? 
no, the e-cigarette type thing. Okay. The vape is more, I don't know what you call it, more foo-foo, more, mm-hmm. I don't know. Zach, you vape before, right? Yeah, well, I did the whole e-gas station ones, but they have the attachments and people are modifying them and they're super expensive and I just, yeah. Yeah, so I don't know. Watch here. We'll do it here. So look, here's a kind of vape thing. Watch out. Okay, that was a lot of smoke. De- decent you, amount. You think? Well, it's okay. Yeah. And then here's a watch. Oh shoot! <laughs> like a dragon. For everybody, obviously, you're not going to be able to watch this, but John just did. What did you do first? The the, the vape. What? You no, know, the e- yeah, the e-cigarette thing. The e-cigarette. So yeah, there was a smoke that came out, and it's, I thought it was quite a bit, but then you did the e-cigarette, and it was just like, boy, cleared up the whole screen. Yeah. And I don't know, maybe it's just because it's too fruity or the taste of it. I don't know. But either or, I'm going to do it. I'm tired of I'm tired of smoking. Now, let me ask you this, because an example, and this is probably not the greatest thing to compare it to, but like when I drink coffee, I'm looking for that espresso raw taste kind of coffee i don't like yeah. flavored coffee i don't like the drips because they just seem like kind of like the espresso because it's it gives you that rich like bold flavor kind of thing so in cigarettes is it the same thing like a cigarette is going to give you a lot stronger yeah it's more i don't know what the word is but it's i smoke menthols i don't smoke regular cigarettes a regular taste in tobacco tastes like dirt to me i've been smoking now for God knows, 25, 25 years, two and a half packs a day. Wow. Yeah. And when I grew up, my mom was having, she was smoking while she was in labor in the hospital. That's what, I mean, that's what I grew up with. And my mom and my dad, they both smoked and in, they smoked in the house when we're, I remember driving down the freeway as a kid in the car and I mean, his eyes burning all red and bloodshot, right? In the back seat, in my dad's Buick, I vowed never to smoke. Oh, I'm never, 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 never going to smoke. And I, first I didn't, but then when my dad passed away, I don't know what it was. I went through a little phase and I started smoking. And how old were you when you started smoking? 15 years old, 14, 15 years old. Oh, so your dad passed away when you were young. Yeah, he passed away when I was Right at the end of 15. So right at that, right, right then is when I started smoking and right when he passed away. And it was, I don't know why, but I did just dumb kid, I guess. The one thing I vowed never to do because I thought it was disgusting. And here I am. I've been doing it ever since. And I'm the kind of type of person that really don't give a shit what people think. I do what I want to do. And, but as of late, I just start to... I don't know. It's just a hindrance, man. You got to stop your smoke. It is your smoke. My family doesn't smoke. I don't want my kids to smoke. I don't want my wife to smoke. And it's just a whatever. You know, they never complain. They never, ever say anything to me about it. But like when we go to Texas, right? And, we, and these are the types of things, right? We're going out there. Hold on. John's going to be outside and have a cigarette doing what I'm doing. Maybe now that it's cold and I hate going out in the cold to smoke, I hate having to get dressed to go outside to have a cigarette. And I think that kind of put me over the edge. And I'm like, God, this is what a pain in the ass. I don't want to do this anymore. So I kind of, when I put my mind to something, I'm, I, I stick to it and I'm going to do it. So wish me luck. 
like my friend. So I was one of those that I, as a kid, right? You kind of kid, you're young, you start to smoke, started smoking when I was, I don't know, maybe 15 years old and kind of gone through. And I remember my first year of college and I go outside of my apartment to go out and have a cigarette and I'm just like smoking. And I used to smoke marble lights. I'm smoking a cigarette and I'm like, I'm standing outside all by myself and I'm like, why the hell am I smoking? I don't like really enjoy it. I don't. And I just, I remember, I'll never forget it. I just licked the cigarette and I said, I'm done. I'm just That's never true. smoked again. But I'm telling you all through high school. And again, Puerto Rico, it's small. There's not a lot of things to do. You hang out with your buddies all the time. And so everybody smoked. We played pool all the time and did all that. And did just, just, I don't know. No, it is. And, and it takes that moment, right? And that's in anything in life. When you can apply this to business, you can apply it to family, you can apply it to self-help, you know, until you, I don't know, it, in, somebody can't make you do something, right? Yeah. You have to want to do it yourself or something has to be more important than yourself in order to do it. And I don't know, it just hit me and it's, I think it's going to happen for real. I also made another vow after Vegas and I told, You're gonna I told start drinking? you to, no, I won't drink. <laughs> You're like, I'm, I'm going to quit smoking, but I'm going to start drinking. I'm not going to the, I'm not going to go to the casino anymore either. I quit the casino. I'm not going to do that. Yeah, I'm done. I'm done with it. I was like, Oh, dude, I, dude, I dropped like over six grand, dude. And I was just what? sitting there. I didn't have any fan. I didn't have any fun. It was like, whoa, whoa, dude, whoa, whoa, whoa. Back that truck up. Six grand? Yeah. And it's not the first time. I mean, look, and yeah, I was like, what the hell? Six grand? I'm just sitting there going. I'm having everybody sitting there and I'm playing. I'm doing, I'm just, you know what? This, I go, this isn't fun either. And I've been playing for years and it's just, no, it's just not fun anymore. And I don't, maybe it's, I'm getting old now. I don't know. I thought you were going to tell me that you had dropped like two, two K. So I don't gamble either. It's funny that you say that because I, I did the same thing. I went once to Las Vegas and then put in some money and 10 minutes later I was gone. And I'm like, yeah, no. I'm like, I just, I literally spent 60 bucks in like 10 minutes. And I did, the idea was I was going to go to the nickel slots and drink all night because back then you used to get all the free alcohol. And 15 minutes later, I was like, I had blown through the 60 bucks. I'm like, forget this. I might as well just go drink the $60 at some bar somewhere. <laughs> But when we were together, it didn't seem like you, I mean, I saw you go to the ATM just once, but I didn't think that, man, six grand, that's a lot of money. Oh yeah. Well, when you, dude, when we go and we play and Jane likes to play slot machines and we like to do it, but she doesn't really play them as much. She likes to watch. So we're doing, but when you're betting eight bucks, 10 bucks, five bucks a spin, dude, that shit goes quick. But see the differences. And like I was saying, I don't know, to me, it's one thing to quit out of anything for necessity, right? I have to like, oh my God, I just spent my mortgage and I can't make my yeah. mortgage payment. And, oh, I have to, I have to, I have to. And then once you get into a position where you're comfortable again, right? And then you have a little extra money, then you go back into the same pitfalls, right? But it's a whole nother ball game when you finally just reach the point where you're just like, it's not the fact that, oh my God, how am I going to pay for this or pay for that? It's more of just like, why? For the first time in my life, I had zero joy and when I, I would usually have a great time doing it, right? To me, it's fine. And I would win, I'd lose, I'd win, I'd lose, right? It wouldn't. But now it was just like, this is just garbage. I think that's very key because I dipped for a long time. And a lot of people would be like, oh, you need to stop, you need to stop, you need to stop. And you're kind of like, I should stop, but do I want to stop? But then finally one day I was like, I don't want to do this anymore. And then at that point was when I was able, once I made that decision on my own, and it's almost like the more people are telling you to stop 
you almost naturally like rebel against that. It makes it harder in my mind because like you said, you got to come to that conclusion on your own and want that and then you can achieve that. Well, you're right. It's strong-minded people like ourselves, right? And most entrepreneurs and people that are small business owners, again, are those strong-willed, tell me I can't and I'm going to show you I can't. You know what I mean? Okay, I'm going to do it just because. Just, just to prove you wrong. Yeah, you know, just to prove you wrong. Pictures, yeah, because yeah, I'm a competitor, right? I mean, I'm competitive and I want to win. And like, okay, you can't, but you're right. It's 100%. But when you finally get to that point, I don't know what it was. I think it was, I think we we're at Fremont Street and I was sitting there going on a plane and I'm like, dude, it's just, I'm like, I was at the point where like I wanted to hurry up and lose. So I stopped and, 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 and I never really felt that before. And I was just like, you know what? I'm done. And we get out. I told Jane and she's all, hmm. You know what I mean? And she's like, okay. And she's, <laughs> bless her heart, dude. She doesn't ever complain. She never says you should do this or do that. Or why did you da 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 You know. And I was just like, I'm over it. I'm going to do this. And then I said, you know what? On top of that, I'm going to stop smoking. I told her too, because I'm sick and tired of doing this. It was a pain being up in the hotel for something really bothered me. Being up in the hotel and then have to get up and then walk all the way downstairs and then go sit outside in the cold and then to sit down and have a cigarette. The same thing that I've been doing for God knows how long, but it was just, and maybe it was at the awards too, when my feet were hurting and we're upstairs, we're doing what we had to do and they shut down the escalators and I had to walk down those like three flights of escalators, three stories to go outside and have a cigarette and then walk back up the escalators. I was like, oh, so irritated. I think that might have been the point where I was like, you know what? I'm done. By the way. Yeah. Max said not to tell you, but yeah. the other escalators were working still. No. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Well, bless his heart because he. one day I'll probably thank Max because he helped contribute to me making the, coming to the decision to stop smoking because... I was like, dude, I'm just not going to do this anymore. I'm like, why? Why? I'm too old for this shit. I don't need to do this. Yeah. Yeah. You just made me think of something, Zach. Make sure that we don't go through this podcast and not talk about some of the people that we were able to hang out with. Because let's talk about Max for a second. Dude, John, Max is the man. He is so freaking awesome. And I mean, he just like from every aspect. So when we were, we'll probably talk about it through the craze looking for the flowers. He was all in. He was a trooper. He was going. He was funny. I mean, even helping us set up at the awards because we ended up having to set up 46 tables. And without him, we wouldn't have been done on time. So we, we got to definitely talk about a couple of these people. And Max, I hope that you hear this, but you are a badass and we just enjoyed hanging out with you. And He's one of a kind. And if you noticed, his attitude never wavers. Not once. Not even a little bit. No. We were all complaining about the flowers and all that. And he was just the trooper just going along with, just having a good time. You know what's cool about Max? And this is what I saw, right? Because you know me, I'm like, like I say, I'm a people watcher and could just kind of like to see. But what I felt him seeing everything unfold as far as like the awards and us, right? The way we talk and what we're trying to do and what we're doing and the way we're interacting with, with, with our friends and our people that support us. And then the show, right? The show, the show floor, I think to him, it really, and I could be wrong, but it kind of opened up his eyes and saying, wow, you know, this is much more than just being a pool boy or cleaning pools. 
And the opportunities are limitless. And we're fortunately in an industry where you can become somebody, right? And you're you're not lost in sea with a hundred million people. It's a small niche type of industry, right? But you can actually make a difference or you can do something, you can grow. And I think he saw that it was like almost be going to, I could be wrong, but it was almost like going to Disneyland for the first time or in it. So it's like, holy shit, man, this is okay. Everything Zach has been talking about, right? is actually real. It's not a fairy tale. And the pool industry is a lot bigger than our little small bubble that we have. And yeah, I can see myself, you know, it helps answer that question. Where do you see yourself five years, 10 years, 15 years down the road? You can just be so much more. And it just grows to show a, a company like the pool boys, how much bigger it could become and right. And what it can do and what it's a part of. And he, he's along for the ride. I saw that in him. It was like almost like he was like, wow, in disbelief of our industry. And I think it was a beautiful thing. Yeah, I agree. I agree hundred percent. And this show was a big show. I mean, we were able to go upstairs and scope it out. I think when we went to the press room and you see it from upstairs and you look, you really get a sense for how big the show is. And that's the big thing, John, you talk about a lot of the pool pros that are in the backyards, just with the pole, right? You're by yourself. You don't have anybody to talk to you. It feels like you're just in this alone bubble. And then you go out to a show like this and you see how big the industry is and kind of fires you up. You get excited about it. So guys, let's jump in. Let's talk a little bit about the show itself. Let me, I want to get from each one of you, your thoughts on not the awards. We'll talk about that next, but let's talk about the show experience overall. What was your take on it? What was your thoughts? I mean, I thought it was awesome. And we had a lot of people come through the booth and I was actually pretty surprised. I mean, there was that one point where I was looking around and there were just these groups of people all throughout our booth, sitting, standing, having conversations, people in the walkway. I think there was like 14 or 15 people in our little area at one point. And it was really exciting to see like the engagement and having those conversations and just doing the pool talk. And I mean, the show itself was massive. And I got to walk it a little bit this year and see a lot of different cool things and talk to a lot of different people. And I just thought it was a really good time overall. What about you, John? Look, I enjoyed it. I mean, I enjoy all the shows, whether there's everything from the little hot shows that we have out here locally, right? To the Western, to, to the international show. I think anytime we come together as an industry and show off our products and our new innovations and get to meet people behind the scenes that are actually responsible for creating these tools that we use on a daily basis to make our lives a little bit easier. And then opening our eyes up to newer possibilities of things that I would have never thought of before. I thoroughly enjoy it. And I love putting faces to names too, because so many times we just know each other via social media or Instagram or on the phone. I've spoken to so many people over the phone that I've never met in person. And when you get to see them in person, right? And hear that voice, oh shit, right? And it helps solidify that relationship. And I enjoy the hell out of it. And I really like the international show because it One, you can see that over the years, how they're starting to open up and trying, they understand the importance of the service industry. And it's not just the builders that are involved and they're opening up the doors and inviting and recognizing the service industry and being able to have a show like a melting pot. I think of the international show, which I think is, which is essential to growing as an industry is 
not only do you have builders in associations, you have now the service area, you also have spas, right? Tons of spas. And you're usually not looking and doing that kind of stuff everywhere from decking to types of nails to like barbecues. And and sometimes you can walk and go, what does that have to do with it? But if you really sit down and think of it, we all support each other, right? We're all just an extension of the industry. And I thought it was very impressive how they put it together. The show looked great. I think it went flawlessly, pun intended, from start to finish. The only thing I was disappointed about, and I'll be flat out honest about it, is I was disappointed that the big three weren't there. I voiced my opinion about this with you guys. And when people ask me why they weren't there, I, whatever. It was a little disappointing not to see Pentair, Fluoridra, or Hayward there when they play such a crucial role in our day-to-day business. Hopefully that changes next year. Hopefully they see the, the importance of being there. But other than that, I thought the show did a really, really good job. And what a good looking convention, right? It was gorgeous. It was badass. And it wasn't a nightmare. The logistics were done right. There was no like at any point were you waiting for anything, maybe for Dunkin' Donuts for coffee, but at the food court. And the food did suck at the food court though. I have to that's about the only bad thing about the Those are all little fast food things that are I enjoyed the food. You did oh god The coffee was atrocious. Coffee was atrocious. But I do have to tell you, I'm gonna come back and say something about the big three here in a second. I did have one thing that I realized, John, I finally came home and I come to my coffee machine and I sit down and all of a sudden I look at my coffee bar. I realize I have a tiny little espresso maker that is the old fashioned that you put the espresso on the top and the water at the bottom and with the heat through the stove, it makes your espresso. And I'm sitting there and that's one of those things, right? You have so many things going through your mind. That's the least thing that you think about. And I complained about the coffee the entire show. And then I get home and I'm like, that was dumb of me. Like that was super. Not only you, dude, if I have to hear about coffee again, look, between you and Zach and Leslie, dude, we all we heard was for like five days straight that the hotel room didn't have a coffee maker and they were pissed. And then between you and cappuccino, right? And the cappuccinos being garbage. I was just like, Jesus. He wouldn't even drink them. No, I grabbed like two from the that you guys brought me and I took a sip and I'm like, this has got to be like low fat milk. Like it had a weird flavor to it. So I thought it was just that one. Zach went and got me another one. I took a sip of it and I threw it away. Oh yeah. And look, I didn't tell you this when I went to Duncan and I told him, I go, can I have a cappuccino, but can you please use whole milk? And she looks at me and she's like, that's what we use. And I'm like, no, you had to have used like non-fat or soy crap or something like that. Right. Yeah. And she goes, no, that's all we use. And I'm like, okay. I'm telling you, it tasted like something different because the weird thing is I got to the airport and the only thing that they had at the airport was a Dunkin' Donuts. And I went and I asked for a cappuccino and it tasted completely fine. As a matter of fact, I had another one before I got on the plane because it was so good. So John, coming back to the big three, I was at the beginning very disappointed that the big three weren't going to be there. What I think happened is... Some of the other companies that were there that have pumps, that have filters, that were all of a sudden really highlighted. So to me, it was a big mistake that the big three weren't there because now what happens is you're allowing however many people were there, 8,000, 10,000 people that walked through that floor and you're not present and you didn't even take a smaller footprint to at least be there. Now what you've done is you've forced all those people to go look at your competitor. No, you're 100% right. And let me tell you, I was talking to other companies that are there 
And they were super excited about it because so many people came to their booth to talk to them. And even Aquastar, they, they've got a lot of foot traffic of people going there and they have a new pump and they're able to showcase that and they're able to put that out there. So, you know, from that standpoint, to me, it was, did they make a mistake? I truly believe that they made a mistake. But at the same time, what they did is they allowed for all these other companies to get that foot traffic and be able to get the exposure that they wanted to get from the show. Because let's be realistic, when a lot of the people go, they go to look at the big three. When they didn't do that, one of the things that I felt at the show was that a lot of people were now looking at other uh, all the other technology that was available. And I'm not just talking about filters and pumps, but if you think about it, John, how many other companies were there with like UV or, or AOP or yeah. light systems or... And to me, it was really weird because it was like for the first time that I noticed a lot more of there's a lot of innovation going on. There's a lot of other companies coming up with products in our market, which we don't tend to look at. But because the big three weren't there and I was walking around and looking, I did see a lot more of that. And I'll be honest with you, it was exciting to me to just be able to realize, I mean, to the left of us, we had one company with UV and to the right, you had another one. And it was companies that at least I had never heard of, but now my eyes are open and starting to look at those. No, you nailed it. You're hundred percent on the dot there. Other companies like spec. I mean, you think of pumps, right? Spec pump, and though they've been around, but they're really trying to infiltrate the residential market. And I'm sure they gained some market share, right? Oh yeah. Aquastar and their new badass pump. They got to talk to everybody that walked there and they got to see the pump and the new technology. And I'm sure they gained market share. No, it is a beautiful thing. Well, Raypack too. Ray, Raypack was, yeah. Oh, that's a great point. I never really learned about that heater until the show. And then I'm like, wow, this thing's actually really awesome. That's a great point. That was one of my biggest learning points. Actually, uh, John taught me that one, but we were talking about that Raypack heater. And then, of course, I'm coming home doing a little bit more research on it. But that's what happens. The big three don't show up and it allows all these other people to gain exposure. No, you're right. hundred percent. It was a great thing because it allowed it created more visibility for other manufacturers that are out there trying to innovate and trying to make things happen. But I'm, it was just more of a, to me, it was was just more of a statement, right? It's not that by Hayward or by Pentair or by Floridra being there that they were all of a sudden going to take over the world, which, you know, in, in the industry, they're already, there's pretty much already a, a monopoly between the big three and what they have and the market share that, that they have. But it was just more of a slap in the face, like, oh, we're not going to, here's all the pool industry coming together and not just the pool industry, but the spa industry, builders, decks, stuff like that. And we're not even going to make a presence there because we don't, for some reason, it wasn't worth it, worth the money to do it. And that's the message that was sent out. That was what was disappointing. And a lot of the pool pros, a lot of the pool pros did notice that and, and did vocalize it, right? Like they... They really vocalized who was at the show, who wasn't at the show. And the conversation was, if the shows are for us, why aren't they here? Like, why are they not at the show? And to me personally, this is my thought, and I've talked about it before. We talk about publicly traded company. You look at the stock for all the companies, all the publicly traded companies. It's not looking pretty, right? Everybody's lost like 50% of what their value was. So if the thought process behind it was, let's cut for budget purposes, 
kind of really didn't go a little bit deeper and think of what some of the side effects to that decision were going to be. And they should have. And I know that a lot of them probably think we have to have a big show to show that we're a huge company. And that's probably the biggest mistake that you can make. No, not at all. Look at Hassa. I mean, Hassa was there, right? And they had a little booth, right? But they made a presence and they were there and they were shaking hands and they were talking and they were answering questions and doing what they needed to do, right? Raypack was there. They had a nice booth. It wasn't a just big, humongous thing, but they made a presence there and they had their product and they were very effective in what they were doing. Aquastar, same thing too. They had a nice booth. It wasn't enormous Hayward or Fluidra or whatever would have done, but it looked great. And they had their product showcase and they had their people there engaged, ready to make things happen. Natural chemistry, right? The bigger companies, they were there still, but it just wasn't the biggest of the biggest. And for some reason, I don't know what they thought that, oh, we weren't going to show, no one else is going to show or, or we don't need to show because people are automatically just going to buy our products. And that was the, the sentiment that was put out, or at least that I got from the people that we spoke to and the way we felt. And like what you're saying, Edgar, and we talk about this all the time is saying, look, they're being penny wise and dollar foolish, right? They step over a dollar to pick up a penny. I'm saving a few whatever amount of money now, but they're not thinking of the long term ramifications from something like that because people remember and this industry is built off loyalty, right? And people you can count on. It's not necessarily I'm only going to put the product in that I know that's never going to fail, right? I'm going to put the product in that I know if it does fail, I have the support from the manufacturer that I know they got my back and they're going to be there for me. The relationships, that's what's more important. I've told the story a million times on why I chose Jandy at the very beginning and why I've stuck with Jandy throughout. You know, it was just, it was simply just because of the relationships that are built and it was built from the rep. You were only as good as the people that work for you. And it's the relationships that you build with these manufacturers, not the name, but the people that work for them. And if you're not out there introducing yourself or making new relationships with new companies and exchanging business cards and phone calls and stuff like that, or contact information, I mean, that's what it's all about. Right. And I think ego, I don't know, whatever it is. And I don't want to keep talking about it, but you're right. What you said is they didn't need to put on this big ass production, right? Nobody held them and said, Hey, look, Pentair, if you're going to be here, you have to have 50,000 square feet worth of space in order for you to be there. Maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. I don't know the inner workings of it, but I'm sure if they wanted to have a little booth, they could have had a little booth there. And the same thing with Floridra and the same thing with Hayward. And here's the thing. And I'll tell you what, And it became very clear to me, specifically when we did the awards, because it was the same thing. And one of the things that sometimes people don't realize is people in the room are watching who else is in the room, right? A lot of times you sit there and you go, who's in the room? Who's representing? Who's having the conversation? And it's about being there and having the relationship. Our business is a relationship business. And if there's any companies out there that are thinking of getting into our industry, you have to realize that our industry is exactly what John is talking about. It's about shaking hands and kissing babies and having that relationship with the pool pros. That's how things are bought. In our industry, nobody's going to go buy a product 
because it's a DeWalt, right? Like you think, okay, well, I'm going to go buy something. I, like people buy DeWalt because it's kind of the best of the best, right? So you tend to go in that direction. Milwaukee, Milwaukee, Milwaukee. Milwaukee. Say, I don't know what you're talking about here, DeWalt. Let's get, I know, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Whatever it is, but when you go to buy a tool like that, what do you look for? You look for that better brand, but you don't go buy Milwaukee because the sales rep is over here shaking hands with you and saying, hey, John, can I get you anything? Hey, yeah, Zach, correct. do the guys need anything? No. You're right. But in the pool industry, it is that way. Like you're going to buy products from the people that you have relationship with. So hopefully if we have any of the big three listening, you guys need to understand that. And that will probably never change in our industry. It doesn't matter how much the companies buy out other companies. If you're not out there creating the relationships, people will not buy your products, period. End of story. Okay. And the same thing happened at the awards. And I did have people come up to me and say, why isn't this company, I'm not going to say names because you know that you weren't in the room, but why wasn't this company in the room? Why wasn't that company in the room? And I'll be honest with you, a lot of people got eyes on Hayward because of the people that were there in the room. They had marketing people. Lindsay came down. Brian was in the room. You had Aaron, which is up in marketing in their company. It was people that are higher up in the company. And a lot of the pool pros made the comments and said, hey, you know, we noticed that this, why wasn't this person or that person? And I don't know. But ours is a relationship-based business, and that's the way that it's always going to be in our industry. I know who you're talking about. And look, there was a lot of people that didn't show up, and I'm not sitting here trying to pinpoint people out. But what I'm trying to get them to understand is that this is a relationship-based, and you're celebrating the pool pro, and you're having a relationship, and you're trying to create those relationships. And when you don't show, it's very obvious when it's all of a sudden, if John shows up out of the three of us and the second I don't show up, people are going to be like, hey, well, why is John here? And how come Edgar and Zach are in here? It's going to be very obvious into that, but it's all relationship-based. And the awards, guys, to me, the, the, the best part of it is like what you said, John, it's a high school reunion, but with people that you want to hang out with. It's You're in there, you're talking to people that you know that you don't get to hang out with all the time. And you had just everybody mingling and having this great time. Yeah, it is. I mean, you get to spend time with people that have a, well, you guys have a common interest and it's not, we're a different breed of people. Unless you have a good relationship with another pool company or other pool guys or girls out around you, the people, I mean, imagine like having a conversation with your family about the pool industry and servicing pools and the struggles we go through. It's just, it's hard to find people that relate to the struggles that we go through every day. And when now you're in a room of people that can relate to the struggles have been through them and you, it's just, it's like, yeah, okay. We, we have common interests. You're my friend, right? We can talk about this. You understand. It was, it's pretty badass. I, I don't know. That's what, and I know that's going to, I think one of our questions, but that's what I really enjoyed because you're around like people that you, that, that understand you and understand the struggle is real and what we have to do every day to make ends meet, to take care of our family. Yeah. And I do have to big, give a big, huge shout out to Alpha West Marketing. These are guys that are there. These are guys that every sales person is at the awards. They're always at the shows. They're always getting out there. They're always trying to help the pool pro creating those relationships. And it just made me think about that, John, as you were talking, because both of the years that we've had the awards, they completely, all of them have been in the room supporting the pool pro and, uh, and having the conversations. A big, huge shout out to Alpha West marketing out there. All right, let's do this, guys. Let's take a quick word from our sponsors. 
when we come back, we will jump in and start getting into some of the questions. The Hyper Poll from Ultimate Pool Tools is a pool care poll designed by pool professionals for pool professionals, featuring precision crafted carbon fiber and stainless steel construction. Go to ultimatepooltools.com or Instagram at Ultimate Pool Tools. Pool pros have specific needs when it comes to general liability insurance. The SPPA program has you covered. With three tailored and customizable general liability options, SPPA makes it easy for pool pros to feel secure. Find out more and get covered at the SPPA.com. Now available, Pool Invoice. Pool Invoice is a pool billing software created specifically for the pool service and repair industry. It's developed for our industry and only our industry. Pool Invoice is built with reoccurring billing in mind. You can print, email, text invoices, or even send via WhatsApp. You can add reoccurring or yearly charges, accept credits, and set up auto pay. You can even see when customers have seen the invoice. It even has a customer portal where they can log in and see, print, and pay invoices. It has all your customers' information on one page, so you don't need to search through hundreds of invoices looking for the one you need. Just go to the customer profile and it's all at your fingertips. Created specifically for the pool industry, Pool Invoice. Now available at PoolInvoice.com. Blu-ray XL is the power of minerals working for you. Reduce your overall chemical costs and labor up to 50% guaranteed. Whether you have 20 accounts or 20,000, Blu-ray XL's direct pricing and free shipping to the pool trade have you covered. Improving pool professionals' profit and work-life balance is what they do. Blu-ray XL, the real mineral purifier. Visit them at BluRayXL.com. Blu-ray all day. Aquastar's new pipeline cartridge filters, available in two sizes, deliver top-notch hydraulic efficiency along with best-in-class filtration performance, approaching that of DE filters. Uniquely designed, open pleat spacing means 100% of the media square footage is usable. And these claims are backed by NSF test results. Designed with the pro's time and comfort in mind, the patented double-locking system improves safety and ease of access, making filter cleaners faster than ever before. Available now. Ask your supplier for pipeline filters today. Pivot how you clean pools. Debris that makes it to the bottom always enters from the surface. Clean from the top with Ariel, a smart solar-powered pool skimming robot. She works around the clock skimming pesky and fine debris off the pool surface. Tell your customers about Ariel and earn big commission on every sale. With advanced solutions like Ariel, you'll spend less time at the pools you service, improve customer relations, and increase your bottom line. Plus, pool owners will enjoy a constantly swim-ready and healthy pool and lower energy bills. Visit pivotpoolproducts.com slash dealers to see how much you can earn and for resources on how to get your customers to ditch the net for good. Welcome back, everybody, to the Pool Nation Live podcast with myself, John, and Zach. We're sitting here, and John's probably going to make fun of me because I did a good intro, and then I botched it now, right, John? Oh, yeah. You got it. (laughs) (laughs) I can't go one episode with just nailing everything. Jeez, I had to right. screw up somewhere. <laughs> wow. Better you I take us, everything though. back. <laughs> All the compliments. <laughs> you. 
Ah, man, what a rough crowd. So at least we're consistent, right? Yeah, consistently. That was one of my favorite parts of the show is being able to have everybody do the intro. I was able to come back home and then listen to all the intros that everybody did. And there was some great ones. Like we, people were getting creative and we had a lot of people sit and do it on the, on the podcast setup that we had. So I think we're going to have to do that at the Western, John. I think we're going to have to set up again and run with it. Yeah, I had it, it was a lot funner than I thought it would be. And I agree. And But again, you never cease to amaze me, Edgar. You come up with these quirky ideas sometimes and I'm thinking I'm like, what the hell, dude? Right? And then it turns out to be gold, man. And I think everybody had a really good time doing it. And listening to some of the intros, I was like, I mean, they were funny. Some of them we are not going to put on air. I am ex- I am exercising veto power on, a, on at least one of them. But no, they were really cool. I mean, at first, people were a little timid. And it's, they were. Little, I mean, you got to remember, we had a pretty good sized booth. Yeah, we had a twenty. We had a twenty by twenty. Yes, thank you to the show. I mean, huge shout out to you guys for setting us up. And you got to imagine you have all these people walking around constantly. You have all these booths to the left and right and front and back of us. And our booth wasn't backed up against a wall where it was, you literally, it was on an island. It was an island. Uh And then we had the tables up front and Zach, great idea on those tables and the benches and it worked out perfectly. And then you had the podcast equipment set up and it wasn't like you were going in like a little room and doing it privately. You were doing it in front of everybody. And as soon as somebody gets on a microphone, people start, it piques other people's interest and people are looking and listening. And so once people got over that hurdle of, okay, I can do this, I can do this. And the first person started doing the intro and then more people wanted to do it and more people wanted to do it. I think it just it snowballed from there and everybody had a really great time. And hats off to Luke, man. That dude is badass, dude. Talk about- Yeah, huge shout out to you, brother. A great guy. I mean, he is- a boatload of fun. He's completely genuine. He does. Yep. He is just one of those one of those people that you just we were talking about Max, right? And how he just has a positive attitude consistently throughout. Same thing with Luke, dude. That guy is just like he's just always positive, right? And always having fun. And I think he pulled, he was, I think he pulled an all nighter the night before, right? And he was still up and just in perfect <laughs> mood. And I'm like, dude, how do you do it? Right. <laughs> And he had jet lag, right, coming from Australia. But no, the guy had a perfect attitude, and he is very fun. I'm glad we got to meet in person, and I'm looking forward to us doing more work together in the future. And that's what I love about it, John Zach, is we get to, I mean, here's a guy from Australia, and he comes all the way to the show. Right. And he's a great personality and just full of energy and full of that positive thing that we always talk about with our industry is really making that positive impact. And that was just it was awesome. He's awesome. All right, guys, let me ask a couple of questions here. We're definitely going to talk about the winners here, but let me ask you. So we talked a little bit about the show. So let me ask you guys about the awards. What was the favorite part for you guys about the awards event that we had? You got to cue somebody, Edgar. Come on now. You're following. Normally I let Zach go first, but I was just kind of going here. Zach, do you want to go first? Sure. I think for me, the best part was seeing how many more people attended the event this year versus last year and how much it had grown. It was pretty exciting to see all the people that were coming in dressed up nice and just, you know, the overall vibe, getting out of our comfort zone, getting dressed up, ladies in dresses, men in suits and tuxes and whatever. I think it was a really good time. And it was almost a little overwhelming. I didn't realize there were a lot of people that I didn't realize had attended the awards until 
after it all went down and I started seeing posts on social media of people taking pictures in front of the backdrop and taking different pictures throughout the event. And it was like, oh, wow, I didn't even I didn't even know they were there. That's how big it was. Yep. No, I agree. There was attendance was huge. Attendance was pretty much we were almost at 300 people this year. Yeah, we could have had a lot more, too, but we had to stop it because we we had our set amount of tables and we said, hey, this is what it is. And again, you had that FOMO at the end. And logistically, there's a lot of logistics that goes into it, especially when you're giving head counts and doing all that and setting up rooms and and just everything. I mean, everything that we order and all the things that we have for the show to, to be the way that we want it to. There's logistic numbers. I don't see how we could even go much bigger next year. I mean, we're in the biggest ballroom that they have, right? On the top floor, right? The biggest area, the main attraction. And we were full completely. I don't know how much more we can comfortably fit without it becoming too much. I don't know. But I guess we'll have to put some numbers on the paper and figure it out for next year. And I think we're going to, I mean, I know we're going to sell out again next year. I don't know how much more we're going to be able to add, but it was, yeah, it was unreal. Surreal. It was definitely. And I have to tell you, Zach, so people are so excited about dressing up and a lot of the women, by the way, there was some, some of the women there dressed were just like absolutely amazing. Obviously, Janie was one of them, but I don't know if you guys saw, the, I think it's a fiance of uh, Olaf, which is the owner of Aquastar, but she wore this y- y- yellow with gold dress that was just spectacular. It was like shiny, sparkly, but it looked really elegant. It looked really awesome. And even some of the women that were coming to to the booth, they said, hey, are you going to the awards? And they're like, yeah. And I'm like, of course me, I'm like joking. Are you? I'm like, are you dressed up? And guys, they would bust out their phones. Wait, 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 let me show you. And they would bust out their phones and show me the dresses and how excited they were. And then there was a big running joke with Todd that Todd didn't have a touch for the event after he had said that he had a touch. So I was teasing him that he did and then he shows up, man, and he looked sharp as heck, man. James Bondish, dude. Yeah, like- total James Bond kind of look to it. it. It was pretty awesome. I joked around that I wasn't going to take any more pictures because he just looked too sharp. Look, and we're not, we are not exaggerating in any way here. It literally, it was like a Disney princess movie with all the ladies. They looked beautiful and they all dressed up. And what was, and I know it I'm sure a lot of women felt the same way, but I got to experience it through Janie. And she literally was like on cloud nine for the days leading up to it and just was really excited doing the whole preparation of going out. And, you know, we talk about the journey, right? Going out and going out of town and finding this dress and a princess sprinkly, a sparkly, whatever. And to me, it's like, whatever. I don't know, but you don't really come to appreciate it until you see that twinkle and that sparkle in their eye and having somebody come to the hotel room and do her makeup and do her hair and then finding out that there were multiple girls that were doing the same exact thing. There was a lot of them that did it. They were coordinating and going (laughs) back and forth and what time and what to do. And it was awesome because it, it was just so badass. And then Leslie, God, she was striking, dude. I mean, everybody was just like, holy shit, man. And it, we're just a bunch of tub scrubbers, dude, right? And, <laughs> and it was like, wow, it really felt like the Oscars. It was so cool to see people be able to just let their hair down and just have fun and kind of step out of our little our reality zone. a little yeah. bit. Yeah. And then yeah. Well, the, the makeup artist actually did three people at the awards 
So Janie and Leslie had the same lady, and I think someone else had the same lady. So this lady's literally traveling around to the different hotels, getting ready for the war. Yeah, Jeanette, yeah. Jeanette, too, yeah. Yeah, the funny thing with Leslie, which she looks stunning, and to me it was hilarious, Zach, because people would see Leslie, and she had that black dress, and it's long, and all that. And, and people were like, like, blurb out shit, like, and then they would sit there and go like, oh, shit, like, Oh, what? Like people couldn't hold it back. And I was sitting there laughing because it was like, I did the same thing when I saw her. I went, holy cow. I'm like, oh my God. But they just all looked I amazing. can't tell you all what Janie like said. And, and, she was like, holy shit or something yeah, like that. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah it, That's awesome. <laughs> it was awesome. But my, you know, to me, my favorite part of the awards is that, that getting together and being able to have all the people in the same room, right? And we talked about it a little bit within our talking points and that we all belong in the same room. But it's that being able to come together and people use the word community and blah, blah, blah. And I, I think ours transcends that and it's more of friendship, right? Like we've created these friends that we're able to go all hang out with. And like John says, it's a topic that we're all passionate about with regards to pools that we all understand. And so that's my favorite part is that magical moment when everybody comes together in that room and you see people moving all over the room, these people coming over to talk to these people and these people talking to these people. And, and it's just this big, huge kind of get together. And that's the part that I love the most. Look, so for, so for me, cause we went off onto another little thing. And as far as what I love the most, cause again, Zach and Edgar did the same thing and left me on stage. But Zach, you're good. You stood up there well. You were like my the, the statue up there. It was just like this. It was like the bodyguard. <laughs> I felt like you, you were the bodyguard just patrolling and watching. We played that music from the bodyguard. <laughs> it was so funny. Look at every picture. Or if you're watching the video, you can just see literally Zach looked like a bodyguard or a Secret Service agent. And he was just still the whole time. But for me, it was a couple things. I thought... And not last year, not that last year wasn't, but last year was the first. So everybody was still, okay, what is this? This is like a new thing. And, and are these guys really serious? And does this really mean anything type of mentality? And here, because my interest has peaked, but this year when the winners went up and when we announced the nominees, and then of course, when we announced the winners, the genuine honor, right? Or the them being truly happy and proud that they won the award and recognizing that it was not just a corporate award, right? For this or that, because you met certain metrics or this or whatever it may be, or hit goals and forecasts and comps or it was, or, or a sales figure. It was from the pool pros, right? The people, the heartbeat of the industry, what we talk about that are, recognizing these manufacturers and other pool pros and products and things that are, and then they understood how it was important to them. And just to see the looks on their faces and their genuine like humbleness when they were up there talking and saying what they said to me was like the greatest part about it. I was just like, wow, this is actually happening. People are getting it. And then to the highlight of the night for me was Janie's face, right? It was just like, oh, dude. When I mean, one, we terrorized her by bringing her up on stage, right? But just seeing that genuine look of just pure either just 
anxiety. I don't know what it was, but she was, <laughs> but it looked so beautiful, right? I've never seen anxiety look so gorgeous in my life. But it, for those of you that are listening, go to www.poolnationawards.com and look at the first picture there and see that look on her face. You cannot replicate that. And that was not only on her face, but it was on so many other of the winners that were there and they just were proud of being able to accept that award and to, to be honored with that, I thought was just made made me over the moon in okay, we're this is working, right? And people are starting to get it. Do we want to talk about that? Yeah. When the Edgar started to talk about the oh Edgar John and Jack Award. <laughs> oh, and dear. I look over oh, yeah. I look at the table and I'm like, Where's Leslie and Where's Janie? And I tapped your shoulder. I think yeah. I was like, should I go find them? You're like, yeah. Yeah, dude, I was and pissed. I go dude. out there. I go I was... out there and I find them. And I'm like, you need to, you guys need to get in here. And the look on Janie's face, dude, was priceless. You just, you could see something. She's like, oh no. Yeah. yeah. It was fun. It was fun. Yeah. And the funny thing is I get up there and she's, I think, Zach, you were the one that told me that she wasn't in the room, right? As I was yeah. going over to the podium and I'm like, Man, now I need to stall. I need to figure it out. But, and you know what? And we'll talk about it. She really deserves the award. Now, one thing that I do want to say, and we need to make sure that we have a clear picture to everybody. I had a lot of people come and thank me for the awards and say, oh, thank you to you guys and blah, blah. And, you know, the big thing is that we don't have anything to do with it. You know, we don't vote, we don't nominate. Obviously, we're looking at when people are nominated, we're really looking for people that are making a positive impact in the industry. And as long as you're somebody that's creating a positive impact in the industry, then yeah, we're all about, excuse me, having you guys nominated, right? Because that's, we want to preserve that. We want to make sure that's the message that we're sending across. And one of the things that I just want to let everybody know is that people are saying, oh, thank you so much for you, John and Zach and blah, blah. And it's like, I keep reminding everybody, it's not us. It's the other pool pros that are voting for you. It's the other pool pros that are nominating you. Really, the only thing that we're doing is we're facilitating the event that that you guys wanted. Yeah, we had the idea, we threw it out, but it's all grown from what you guys have wanted it to be. So to all the winners out there, just a huge congratulations to all of you because it's from the pool pros and we talked about it and John, you talked about it. It's like, once you meet these people, you understand why they're nominated. Yeah. And think of the honor it is that you affected somebody in a, such a positive way that they went out of their way to go up there and to nominate you for whatever category. And this falls for another person, a sales rep, the pool guy, the pool girl of the year, company of the year, and even a product or manufacturer and say, hey, look, this, and this is what we're talking about, right? This company or this or something impacted me so much or has made my life that much better that I'm going to take the time to to actually nominate. And it's true. It Trust me, as much as we wanted to vote, we couldn't vote and we need to keep it that way because this is about everybody else. So we're just the puppets up there or the facilitators up there that are the talking heads trying to convey the message that's coming out that we're hearing from all the pros out there that are out there hustling every single day to make things happen. And I think it's quite the honor for real that somebody would take the time and nominate you because it wouldn't mean shit if it came from us. Yeah, I mean, what's, we? You know, really, right? <laughs> yeah, I just think it was an awesome evening. And then there's even something that came up. And this is what I love about the awards. I had somebody reach out to me, which I think would be a great personality for it. I'll talk to you guys about it a little bit later. But there's uh, somebody that I think we can have next year on the red carpet 
specifically talking about the women and the dresses as they come up and all that kind of stuff, because it's pretty awesome. And somebody said, brought that to me and said, man, there was so many women that were dressed so beautiful and you guys need to have somebody kind of talking about that and asking the women about the dresses because there were some legit dresses there, man. That's cool. That's a good idea. Love the idea. And when I tell you- Who are you wearing today? Yeah. And when I tell you who the person is, first of all, very outgoing, very much about, uh, he's very much about dressing, he dressed with one of those suits and he has the kind of the personality to do it. So I thought, oh my God, that'd be a great idea as people are coming up. And then I do need to give a shout out to Brian and Kelly because they did some interviews as people were coming in and they did a great job to be able to capture that content. Well, that's another piece that I absolutely love is we talk about facilitating the event and it's like how many other people are involved out of the goodness of their, of their heart, heart and yep. just wanting to be a part of it. And like you mentioned, setting up tables and people carrying in boxes or just without even being asked, we're doing something and they just join in and help. And I think that's one thing that makes it like truly a magical evening. Yeah. You talk about Bobby and Kelly that came in and they managed the door for us. You Let's not even forget about Benny. I mean, Benny needs uh, a big shining star right on his shirt right there because Benny, the entire show, the entire show came, hung out with us, took pictures, took videos. He videoed the entire event that night. He streamed it live for us and helped us set up. I mean, he's helped us set up Zach, what, to like freaking 5.30 and then he ran off to get dressed and come back to be back at 6. And even with the expo floor, I mean, he was there the whole trip helping with everything. Yeah. Big, huge shout out. And I just, everybody, and if I forget your name, forgive us because there was so many people that helped us to do that. And Brett and Jordan and Chad and Christina, who else went out with us? Chris and his wife Dan from Daniel, Daniel Matt Man, Daniel, Daniel Man, my. Matt covering the door. I want Matt covering the door next year again. He did such a freaking awesome job. I freaking love it. He didn't take any shit, dude. Oh, he was right. No, he was perfect. Yeah. He was like, and he's perfect at it because he's like very respectful, but very firm at the same time. So you don't have somebody being rude about it or whatever. And he was just like, nope. Yeah. And you got, you guys need to wait right here. And I need to talk to Edgar first. It's, it was just, but the whole crew and hanging out with them with awesome, which by the way, John, just to let you know, the, video of your eating pizza on fire thing is up to like almost 16,000 views. That thing has gone crazy. It's gone viral. <laughs> it was crazy. That was quite the adventure. I don't think people... That was fun. Yeah, if people even know, we, we did the hottest pizza on earth challenge. The Reaper. The Reaper. At, challenge. At Evil Pie, Evil right? Evil Pie, yeah. yeah. And they pour 151 on it and they light it on fire and you got to eat the three pieces within 10 minutes. And of course, John crushed it. You know, oh, yeah. It's your reaper shirt. All right, guys. So let's continue here. So what would be one thing that you would want us to add for next year? I have mine already, but what would be one thing that you guys would want to add for next year? Let's see. John, you go first. Oh. Three of you into the crowd. You want me to go first? Yeah, you go first. Okay. So uh, for me next year, I really want the element of... What we just talked about with somebody kind of talking about everybody dressed up and do all that and stream that live. And then I think I want to add another element of it during the show, be able to have 
obviously the awards up on the stage, but take up all the production up a notch and be able to have somebody with a second camera kind of walking into the room. And as people are coming up to the stage or doing all that, just being able to capture all those moments like on video and be able to stream all that live. And by the way, our photographer, Nick, this year, uh, I'll leave photography freaking hats off to him. He just absolutely annihilated it this year. The pictures that we've gotten, which this podcast will come out on Monday. So everybody go on Monday to poolnationawards.com. You'll be able to see all the pictures uploaded there, but they did a phenomenal job. So I would like to add that extra element to the production side of the awards. See, that's totally Edgar being Edgar right there, right? Because <laughs> he's like, because he's, what would you like to add? And I'm like, man, that's a, I don't even know. That's a, it was a great event. And he's like, I'm going to add this. I'm going to add that. And I'm like, oh, here we go. Here we go again. So oh, he's leveling up. We're going to have somebody on a platform like in the movies, right? And they're going to be, or NFL games where they have the cameras that are coming. They're flying down, across. Flying, right? <laughs> But we can do all that. Just, we, John was, we, John and I were talking the other day because we were playing with the switcher and trying to get all these different camera angles and how cool would that be in their room to be able to switch the camera angle? Yeah, I think so. I think so too. That would be cool being able to step it up a notch and making it more of a, more of a movie-ish type, yeah. type thing and being able to isolate certain interactions and be able to send and give that because for a lot of people, they don't do this very often. And then if you get a husband and wife or friends or whatever that, and you catch them on video and talking and while they're spending and then be able to get that video and send it to them so they can have it and they can keep it and they can go back and look at it. That would be pretty cool. Or when the winners come up watching them or as they walk up from the table, it zooms in on them. Right. And then they go up like an Oscars and you get their whole reaction because we would have caught some priceless reactions as people walk up. And that, that would be really, Really neat. I, for me, I would like to be able to to try the food one year. <laughs> so this is two years in a row now. I agree. Where I haven't. Or and I heard the food was really good, though it was a little slow. And I think we we figured out why it was. Yeah, that that one was my mistake. It was quite the meal, and people enjoyed it. I was a little disappointed that I didn't get to try it. And so we have to figure out how I can fix myself up a plate sometime in between. And I think, and I've realized that the only way that's going to happen is that if we finally next year, put one of you on stage. Put Zach to do it. Yeah. Zach, I think next year, let's start to work on that. Let's start to work on that this year. You got compliments. Like John is so natural and that's his role. We got to mix it up, right? It can't be the same thing because it'll be stale. So next yeah. year, John, I think what we do is we put Zach up to yep. see. And then here we are talking about the food. And I was like, I came to the conclusion that I can't eat the food before the event because the food might evacuate from my body on stage. And so I need like to go play for afterwards that I can heat up. And you're, here you are talking about putting me on stage for the whole thing. Well, I'm thinking that's the only way I'm going to be able to fulfill my dream of being able to enjoy. The you tried to. I did. I you did. tried. And then he's ready. Here, ready to take over, Zach? No. But no, that's a good point. And the funny thing, John, is I didn't have breakfast that day. And then we were setting oh, up the talk whole about day. not eating. We didn't and eat then, for like three then, days, dude. So I'm standing on stage next to Zach. And all of a sudden I turn to Zach and I go, dude, my stomach hurts really bad. I haven't had breakfast, lunch or dinner. And so I looked to the tables and they were already gone. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, man, that's a good point. We need to figure out the food for us. What we need to do is we need to eat when we get there, John, that'll be our next rule for next year. Have them set up. And the first thing that we do is we eat. 
All right, guys, let's jump in because I want to talk really quick about the winners this year for the awards. And I kind of want to go through all the different categories and talk about those very quickly. So I'm going to jump into the first one. And we had the favorite test kit and the favorite test kit went to Taylor K2005 test kit. And this is their second year in a row. So big, huge congratulations to Taylor on their Taylor for their second win. Yeah. And our second category was favorite VAC system and Hammerhead. Once again, one took home the award. So congratulations to Hammerhead Pullvac. And for our third category, favorite net, that went to Piranha for their net. So big congratulations to them. Yeah. The next category was best value automation. And that one went to Jandy IAquaLink, the IQ904 bundle. Yeah, I'm a little, I would have to agree with that one. That's my go-to. But the next category was Distributor of the Year and congratulations to Heritage Pool Supply Group. That was uh, pretty badass that they won. And then we have Automation of the Year and that went to Jandy with the Aqualink RS system. Yes. The next one was Variable Speed Pump of the Year and that one went to the Hayward TriStar VS. Well, hold on. Let's take a second here. Was it, that caught some people by surprise, right? Yeah, yeah. No, and I've had I've had people from both sides of the fence on that one. But yeah, that one and I'm not to say anything, but that's cool, right? And I mean, think about it. But the people spoke, and that, and again, I, you know, what? Here we go. And I'm not trying to dig a little deeper, but I'm going to dig a little deeper, and I'm going to say, hey, look, last year who won? I think it was Pentair, right? Pentair. Yeah. yeah. What happened between? Last year and this year, it was still in Teleflow. The TriStar was still out, and the numbers were much different, the total tally. But again, what the word out on the street was, and we're talking with other pool people, and I'm talking why or what do you feel or how you feel, and again, it comes down to relationships, right? And who was there to support you and who had the product there? Who had the product? Who had the product? Who had the product? Like, okay, well, and out of the manufacturers, right, which product was more readily available and there for the pool pros during this COVID pinch that we were going through? And, you know, when you went to the warehouses and you had to pick and say, hey, look, loyalties only go so far, I guess, when it comes down to product. At the end of the day, if it's not there, then what are you going to do about it? And it was a surprise to see that. Because there's so many diehard Pentair and Teleflow fans out there. Right. And to see it, it was just makes it more beautiful to me that you can actually, this is, this is for real, right? Mm-hmm. And because yeah. if it was otherwise, I would have been like, hmm, you know what I mean? How, yeah, yeah how is that going to work? But mm-hmm. it, it, there it goes. So congratulations to Hayward for winning Variable Speed Pump of the Year. That's pool. The next category was a pool cleaner, a suction side. And I believe, again, it was the pool cleaner from Hayward. They won last year too, right, Edgar? No, the pool cleaner suction side this year, the pool pros wanted us to put it in. So this was the first year that we had the ah. pool cleaner suction side. So this was ah. them and they took that one. So the next category was for best residential filter of the year. And that went to Aquastar for their pipeline filter, which super awesome for them. Big congratulations. Yeah. And another one here, John, you talk about it. I mean, they've done a great job with their product, right? And when it comes to voting and getting people to vote, they've done a great job at creating an amazing product and then getting out there and talking and educating the pool pros and explaining how that entire filtration works. I was super excited to see them take that best residential filter. No, for sure. 
that last point that you made, I think, is key, right? It's not just going out there and rock the vote, right? Getting people to vote for you, but it's more of it's it's explaining or showing, educating people. And the whole Aquastar group has done a phenomenal job, and they went on a huge campaign and saying, hey, look, we created something. We reinvented the wheel. And yes, we came up with something that, that is much better. And here is why. And let me show you. And they were proud of it. And doing so, and you can watch on Instagram and people that I see out here and different people that I've spoken to where you see that these pipeline filters are going yeah. in, right? Yep, yep. They're going in and they're Oh, dude, they're Think made- of the hurdle of overcoming the oh, mindset of, sure. you know, not only just educating about the product, but overcoming that stereotypical stereotype, yeah. Figures yeah. better always. And it's like, that is change right there. And just kudos and hats off to, to, to the whole Aquastar team for one, for creating this, well, having the balls to do something like this, to reinvent the wheel and to create something. And then now creating a product that is that much better, right? And has these advantages. And then more importantly, going out there and spreading the word about it, knowing there it's a, it was an uphill battle and, and there's still more of an uphill battle, right? Cause it's only just a small portion, but that's how it starts to grow and snowball. We have them in, we put them in and we see it, right? And that's what we're doing and more and more pool pros are doing it. And that's how you, that's how you enact change in this industry. So I think that was well-deserved as best residential filter of the year. Yeah, the next one was salt system of the year, and that was the Hayward Aquarite salt system. Yep, and then the next category was heater of the year, and Jandy JXI heater, and I would have to agree. I love that Jandy heater. I've That's what we put in, but, and I'm going to be honest here, that new Raypack heater is no joke, man. It, it right? is not. It is not. I think, and I think, and this is Raypack, if you're out there listening, right, you got yourself a contender there and a product that is not just another heater is the same thing ultimately just with the different cover on it. You actually have created something different and the hydraulics, the anode, the type of exchanger, the Nitec exchanger. That's the stuff that, that these pros that need to start hearing yep. about. Yeah. Yep. And that once they understand- and how they can and how that equates to more money for the pool pro, right? And more money for the customer because now they have a product that's lasting longer, right? That'll stay on the pad with less worries and errors and physically can handle some of the shit that we put heaters through as technicians, especially when we're just learning about water chemistry. I think they have a contender in next year. I wouldn't be surprised if that category flipped. So that, that there's also that hey with the small footprint out there nope. as well that's coming into the market that no nope, you're know. right but here's the funny thing john is i said to myself for thanksgiving i'm not going to talk pool talk right because i justin came over with his girlfriend and i'm like i'm going to try to not so my <laughs> and that was the one thing that we talked about we talked about that new chandy heater and leanne turns over to his girlfriend and goes well how do you enjoy that on thanksgiving talking about pool heaters well that's our life right yeah, that's yeah. what we do that's what we love yeah that's our life the next category was for heat pump of the year, and that went to Hayward for their heat pro. The next one was the innovative product of the year, and the one that won that was Aquastar Pipeline Filter. Big congratulations to them. There's a lot of categories in this one, anywhere from big companies to individual pool guys out there with their products. And so big congratulations to everybody in this category. 
Next category was best truck wrap and congratulations to big family pools. Dino, big congratulations to you, my friend. And even though he took a shot at me up there on the podium, remember? (laughs) Yeah. I actually picked the one he picked. I know. He was doing it to mess with you. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) The next one was the Zach, John and Edgar award. And that went to Janie Mama Flawless. So big congratulations to her. And she's very much deserving of that. Yeah, we don't get to, we came up with the Zach, John and Edgar Award because we don't get to nominate people. And there's some people, and I'll give you a perfect example. Janie was a perfect example. It's like, I I would have loved to nominate her for Pool Girl of the Year, but we know that if we would have put her for Pool Girl of the Year and she wins, people are going to be like, oh, it's rigged or any of that kind of stuff. So we wanted to have our own category. What I do have to appreciate from both of you is that I said, I want to do the first one. And both of you were like, okay. And I'm like, you're not even going to ask. And you both were like, nope, it's all good. You can go ahead and do it. And I was like, awesome. Yeah. (laughs) So I do have to say, John, I was going to do the joke on the podium with, because you guys let me do it. I want to thank me for all my hustle. I want to thank me for not giving up. But but I quickly realized when I had done that originally that Zach had no idea who that was. I had a feeling that I was going to lose half of people in the room. So I just decided not, not, not to yeah. go there. <laughs> Wise choice. Wise choice. So egotistical. Silence. So that's Snoop Dogg. I, I want I even wanted to put the music from Snoop Dogg in the background. Look, I'm thinking next year we might change and you might, or Janie might get nominated for Pool Girl of the Year after, after all our sponsors and the companies that actually stepped up and <laughs> donated all that pro. I don't know. Uh, that was huge. Yeah. John's like, I wish John's like mad that he didn't go into Pool Girl of the Year category, win $12,000, win a pad. <laughs> no, just kidding. But yeah, that's it. Look, no, for sure. Janie is amazing and thank you so much for recognizing her edgar and zach she's a go-getter dude she's badass every time we ask her to do anything she's the first even though she is petrified and she is like woman version of you zach (laughs) when it comes to that she is like petrified to do those types of things but when she does it she knocks it out the park just like you and it's uncomfortable to be put in that type of situation but she knows how important it is to to all of us and more importantly how important it is to to the industry and to other people out there trying to build up the courage to do those types of things to help other people out that she absolutely deserves it it was funny the kids are we're at dinner right and we had family over and they're talking about and janie's showing and and the kids are like so what did you win that for? What's the John Edgar and Zach award? I'm like, oh, I don't know. <laughs> She's all, so what? <laughs> I love it. Oh, that's awesome. The next one was the Lifetime Achievement Award, and that went, went to Wayne. And, and I always butcher his last name. Ivich from Taylor Technologies, retired. How do you say it, Zach? You know how to say his last name? Everybody just knows him as Wayne from Taylor. So big shout out to you, Wayne. Congratulations to you. Next category was Builder of the Year, and that went to Element Pool Company. And then we had the Pool Pro Magazine 30 Under 40 Rookie of the Year Male category, and that went to Alexander Jacobs. The 30 Under 40 Female went to Alyssa Gotay from 787 Construction. She's a pool builder out of El Paso, Texas. Congratulations. Next was Pool Company of the Year, and that went to Round Rock Pool. So, Yeah, and that was... Uh, they did. They took Rap Home last year, right? Last Best year, track yeah. Rap? 
Yeah. And he was dressed phenomenally, by the way, I have to say. He was he was sharp. Yeah, absolutely. The next category was for sales rep of the year, and that went to Corey Wax with Alpha West. So big congratulations to Corey. And I have to say, I absolutely loved his his speech and talk about a humble person, like truly. Yeah, dude, Corey's badass, dude. And there's a lot of great reps out there, and there really are, and it's hard to really pick one. But I can tell you, if you talk about somebody who you can, who just spews passion and it's he's so passionate about when he talks and it's very captivating and he's very genuine and he doesn't he, you know he's not feeding you a line of bullshit when he talks and big congratulations out to you Corey, and to the whole alpha west team those guys are a class act and jared Again, last year, Jared was nominated, and this year, Corey was nominated, and Corey won. It just goes to show we've talked a little bit about the Alpha West team and just the type of the group of individuals they are, and they were there in full force at the show and at the awards. It was just really cool. They're a great group of people that are really trying to 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 impact the industry. To help the pool pros. It's not just about selling their products. It's about helping the pool pros. Exactly. Well, maybe it's because they rep probably every frigging product in the industry (laughs) that it doesn't really matter, right? (laughs) Because they have such a a great reputation, but it's true. They're literally just there trying to help you out and they get it. It's about relationships. They understand that part. They do understand that part, right? And that's what makes makes them different from others and, and differentiates themselves from competition that what we like to say always and it's true it's about relationship building and they just hats off hats off to the whole team for sure the next category was pool guy of the year and that one went to chris melee from pool guardians out in florida big huge congratulations to chris nah i don't know i don't know I don't think so. <laughs> no i'm just kidding chris is awesome dude talk about a great story with chris and he is i mean he is he bleeds the pool industry and what he's overcome and what he's done and how fast he's grown and how much he's learned and talk about a positive impact in the industry and just an all around amazing person. He really is. And he has quite the sense of humor. He's funny. He thinks he's more funny than he really is, but (laughs) I get his funniness. Chris is just a wonderful person. Seriously. And his wife, Jen, she's amazing. she's she's, amazing. she's, She's amazing too. Congratulations, Chris. On winning that and the next category or the final category was pool girl of the year and that went to michelle watson and talk about another great one i was very excited to to hear that she won because she's just another one of the, just a wonderful person isn't she right oh, she's, she's amazing she is just totally positive right such a humble. hard worker humble yeah. and just goes out there and doesn't let anybody bring her down and just hustles every day and can keeps up and does better than most of us out there hats off to her and congratulations another great pick for the pool girl of the year it was awesome it really was my favorite is afterwards, Chris, and kind of have that moment of a, a celebration. And those are big, my favorite awards are once we start getting into kind of right past that Zach, John, and Edgar award. It's all the people awards. So it's people that are coming up and we finish with Pool Guy and Pool Girl of the Year. And you know that Chris left and they were out by the Venetian and they were taking pictures with the award out at the Venetian. And then my favorite picture was Michelle. So Michelle takes her pole from Ultimate Pole and she's got her trophy. And they went over to the Caesars Palace 
And she stood in front of one of those fountains where they have some of the gods and stuff like that. Yeah. And so she's standing in front of the fountain with her ultimate pull on one hand and the trophy on the other hand. And I'm like, That's so you couldn't have picked a better background for that picture. It was awesome. I saw one trophy with a bottle of champagne in it somewhere oh, circling was, around. I was like, that was a good idea. Yeah. So that one you could check out on our page, on our Instagram, at Pool Nation Podcast on Instagram. And that one was, was Aquastar. Aquastar. They kind of went out and they had that bottle in there. And that was, that was neat. <laughs> so perfect for it. All right, guys, let's do this really quick. Let's take a word from our sponsors. When we come back, I want to talk about one quick thing and then get your final thoughts. So we'll be right back. The HyperPole from Ultimate Pool Tools is a pool care pole designed by pool professionals for pool professionals, featuring precision-crafted carbon fiber and stainless steel construction. Go to ultimatepooltools.com or Instagram at ultimatepooltools. Pool pros have specific needs when it comes to general liability insurance. The SPPA program has you covered. With three tailored and customizable general liability options, SPPA makes it easy for pool pros to feel secure. Find out more and get covered at the SPPA.com. Now available, Pool Invoice. Pool Invoice is a pool billing software created specifically for the pool service and repair industry. It's developed for our industry and only our industry. Pool Invoice is built with reoccurring billing in mind. You can print, email, text invoices, or even send via WhatsApp. You can add reoccurring or yearly charges, accept credits, and set up auto pay. You can even see when customers have seen the invoice. It even has a customer portal where they can log in and see, print, and pay invoices. It has all your customers' information on one page, so you don't need to search through hundreds of invoices looking for the one you need. Just go to the customer profile and it's all at your fingertips. Created specifically for the pool industry, Pool Invoice. Now available at PoolInvoice.com. Blu-ray XL is the power of minerals working for you. Reduce your overall chemical costs and labor up to 50% guaranteed. Whether you have 20 accounts or 20,000, Blu-ray XL's direct pricing and free shipping to the pool trade have you covered. Improving pool professionals' profit and work-life balance is what they do. Blu-ray XL, the real mineral purifier. Visit them at BluRayXL.com. Blu-ray all day. Aquastar's new pipeline cartridge filters, available in two sizes, deliver top-notch hydraulic efficiency along with best-in-class filtration performance, approaching that of DE filters. Uniquely designed, open pleat spacing means 100% of the media square footage is usable. And these claims are backed by NSF test results. Designed with the pros' time and comfort in mind, the patented double-locking system improves safety and ease of access, making filter cleaners faster than ever before. Available now. Ask your supplier for pipeline filters today. Pivot how you clean pools. Debris that makes it to the bottom always enters from the surface. 
clean from the top with Ariel, a smart solar-powered pool skimming robot. She works around the clock skimming pesky and fine debris off the pool surface. Tell your customers about Ariel and earn big commission on every sale. With advanced solutions like Ariel, you'll spend less time at the pools you service, improve customer relations, and increase your bottom line. Plus, pool owners will enjoy a constantly swim-ready and healthy pool and lower energy bills. Visit pivotpoolproducts.com slash dealers to see how much you can earn and for resources on how to get your customers to ditch the net for good. Welcome back, everybody, to the Pool Nation live podcast with Edgar, Zach, and John. Today, we've had a conversation about the PSP Expo. We've talked about the awards. We've talked about the winners. The last thing that I want to talk about tonight that we didn't talk about with regards to the winners is that we had this idea, especially after Bob's passing last year and not being able to honor him in person and him being able to receive an award while he was still alive. And so Zach, John, and I had this idea of creating a a Pool Nation Hall of Fame. And really the idea of the Pool Nation Hall of Fame is really to be able to recognize these people that are still living that have spent 20 plus years of the industry that have had a positive impact. And we're going to go back to the same thing. That's our vision is people that are having that positive impact in the industry. And so we inducted Bob Larry into the class of 2023. And yes, we did create the Pool Nation Hall of Fame jackets, which you guys probably saw some pictures where we share some of those. Not that either one of us three belong in that Hall of Fame. We only got the jacket because we're presenting the the Pool Nation Hall of Fame awards. But those people will be inducted every year. Really what we're trying to do is we're trying to create a, a voting group for the Hall of Fame. And what we're going to do is we're going to reach out to some of the associations, distributors, manufacturers, some of the pool pros, some of the pool builders, and create that voting group to be able to have them vote for the people that are inducted. And really our vision of it is to really be able to induct anybody from any part of the industry. It doesn't matter if you're a builder, you're a manufacturer, you're a sales rep, you're a pool guy, you're a pool group, pool builder, whatever manufacturer, whatever it is, But if you've had that amazing impact on the industry and you've spent your most of your career into the industry, we want to recognize those people. Again, we recognize Bob, inducted him into the first class of 2022. He was the only inductee for this year. And then at the awards, I teased that there was two people in the room that were going to be asked to join the class of 2023. And this was really fun for me, Zach and John is being able to go the next day and be able to go to those two people and catch them by surprise. John, Zach, do you guys want to talk about those two individuals and and the moment that we caught them and asked them to join us for the class of 2023? Yeah, look, I mean, for me personally, there's so many, what the pool, we talked about this, right? And we said, hey, we needed to do something to recognize people that are currently in our industry. And for the most part, a lot of the people that we're talking about are people that are behind the scenes doing phenomenal work that not everybody has visibility. And they're not the types of people that take the limelight, the spotlight, right? Or that are always out there talking or the talking heads, people that are always, you look at me, but more of the ones that are out there doing real important work that we don't get to necessarily see, but are have been so impactful in such a positive way for us as a whole, right? And there's, I can probably count 
20 people that I know that I can see that are, that can be a part of this tomorrow. But the two that, that, that were inducted or, or, or nominated Terry Arco and Steve Barnes are, I mean, just talk about, and we talk about selfless people that are just genuinely amazing right day in and day out that have nothing but positive things to say or do that literally have given their lives to try to educate and to help us and it was really special when we went up to that press room and it was a little corny at first i was thinking about it. i was like i'm gonna put on this jacket right we're going there i don't deserve this jacket going up there but and then presenting it to terry and then to to steve and then getting their genuine expression their thoughts it wasn't a prepared speech it wasn't they had any visibility of it, it was them speaking from the heart it was very emotional and heartfelt to see how how impacted they were, right? And then when they spoke about it, it it was very emotional, man. It really was. And it just solidified why we created this and how important it is to to recognize those living legends that are walking among us right now, because there are so many of them. And I know they don't do it for that recognition, right? That's not what it's all about for them. But I know it means something to them because they're human, it has to, to know that, hey, look, the loudest voice isn't usually gets all the attention, right? And the ones that are sitting there doing that work day in and day out, trying to make an impact that probably don't get the attention that they deserve to be recognized for what they're doing and say, hey, look, even though it might not be as noticeable, right? There's people out there, people like me, people like you, Edgar, Zach, and all the pool professionals out in the industry that that recognize what you're doing for us, and you have made a positive impact on us in in our business and in our lives, and we want to honor you. I think it's it's probably the coolest thing. I think this is, to me, more important, well, as important as the awards, because we need to not only recognize us pool guys and girls out there, right, doing what we're doing, but also the other people that have helped made it all possible to us because this industry is, is, is it's difficult to find good quality information, right, to get help from people. We're trying to break down that barrier. And someone like Terry, for instance, is just someone who just wants to help, right? And then wants to educate. And the one thing I love about Hasa too is when they go out there and the way they go about it is they're not there trying to shove by liquid chlorine, right? This is what you need to do. And it all evolves around that. It's no more of, hey, look, I'm just going to educate you on everything and help you you make the educated decision. And they're huge supporters of us. And not once have they told us, we want you to pedal this. We want you to do that. As a matter of fact, they just come and they say, you just let us know what you need us to support you with, and we will. And guys, 99.9% of the time, I never reach out to them to ask. They always volunteer and they always reach out to us. See, they get it. What we talked about, it's about relationships, right? It's not what you can get right now, right? It's not, oh, well, buy some liquidators or some HLFs or whatever or whatever there and buy our liquid over over dry chems and then we'll talk, right? It's that's not what it's about, right? It's just about pure education. And when you build that relationship with a company, that you build trust, right? And then you start to open your eyes and you start to see and you're able to make a decision now, right? And they get it. They're looking for long-term relationships instead of the short-term buck. And I think that's why they're so successful. And that's why they're they're where they're at right now. And yeah, and I think Terry is a very big part of that, 
right? And Rick and all everybody from Hostage, just really cool people, too. But again, I just want to thank them. I thought it was was very honored and humbled to even be in that room, right? To offer that to them. That was a very emotional period. And again, Steve Barnes too. God, just what a great guy, man. I mean, he just, just is just badass. And everything, he literally, he just wants to help. And he just wants to get out the right information and educate people. And what he's done and been a part of as far as with Aquastar and and the filter and the pump and just being a part of that and the education that we're going to be doing and all the education he's done throughout the years. He's just a super cool guy and he deserves it. Very yeah. passionate, genuine is, people so, that sure. want to help. And it's, it's not about the what, paycheck, right? That's exactly it. There's, yeah. It's not about the revenue. I mean, it's that's part of the corporate thing. But as an individual, it's just about genuinely bettering the industry, bettering and empowering the pool professional. And that's the goal, right? And that's what they're striving to do. And I think it's absolutely amazing. And something special actually happened after it all, we were outside, I think, waiting to for to get a John to come bring the truck or something, and we're standing there, and someone totally random runs up to me and Edgar and says, they just said a name, and we're kind of like, what? And they're like, that's yes. someone you need to look into for the Hall of Fame. And I was like, this is absolutely amazing, because this is I forgot about what that. it's about. Yes, yeah, someone, a complete stranger came up. And said, you need to look at this person. I feel they deserve to be recognized. And I'm like, perfect. This is the mission. This is the goal right here. Yeah. And then I had somebody actually email me a company as well and gave me two names of people that they thought that would be deserving into that Hall of Fame. So anyways, gentlemen, so yes, the Pool Nation Hall of Fame will be reaching out to some of the companies, some of the associations, kind of create that voting group. Zach, John, I want to thank you for your time. We talked about doing a short podcast today. We've almost hit two hours doing this podcast, but this is what I love about it is just we get into it. We get so passionate. We start talking about all these different aspects of our great industry. So anyways, I want to thank both of you for your time. John will have to get that Instagram live out of my system because every time I'm talking about the the live Instagram, I think it's because we skipped it last week. So we will Definitely do that for everybody listening. This podcast will be out on Monday and we will have on the Instagram live, we'll be talking to the pool guy and pool girl of the year on the Instagram live. So Zach, John, we will catch you on Wednesday. Have a great one, guys. See you guys. Bye guys. Thanks for listening to the Pool Nation podcast, a member of the Pool Nation family. You can listen to us live every Friday here at 9 a.m. Pacific, 11 a.m. Central, and 12 noon Eastern Standard Time. You can find us at Pool Nation or PoolNationPodcast.com, on Facebook, or on Instagram at Pool.Nation. And to find more info about Pool Invoice, the billing software built specifically for the pool industry, go to PoolInvoice.com. Before you go, this is what the pool industry has been waiting for. PoolManUniversity.com. It's the first platform dedicated to learning the swimming pool service and repair industry. A pool service community where you can connect and find videos on business, service, water chemistry, and repairs. See you there at PoolManUniversity.com. 